You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to it, everybody. So I just had a little uh, cold shiver run down my spine. I suddenly realized, after hours and hours of show prep, that one week from today is Valentine's Day. And I went, oh my God, Valentine's Day. And then I thought, well, wait, I've been married over 20 years. What the hell am I worried about? I mean, honestly, really. It's, you know, sure, Valentine's Day, whatever. But it's not like panic, you know, you got to get her something for Valentine's Day. And I'm just kind of perusing here. And, you know, I, I had Amazon open because I ordered some peanuts for the squirrels at my house. That's the life I live. I know. It's very exciting. I ordered peanuts for my squirrels on Amazon. That's the life I lead. You wish you were me. Anyways, I'm looking here at Amazon, and they got an entire, uh, you know, category for Valentine's Day. And I'm like, well, that's kind of like the equivalent of going to the convenience store and buying one of those fake, those chocolate roses at the convenience store and giving it to your sig other on Valentine's Day and expecting her to say, oh, my God, a chocolate rose from 7-Eleven. Oh, you're so thoughtful. No, it's kind of like that. You just go to, you just go to Amazon and you just order something. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why in the hell this is on there. It says Milk Bone Sweetheart Snacks Milk Mini Dog Treats. So you literally can get a little heart-shaped dog treat. What that? What? You, you can get milk bone sweetheart dog snacks for Valentine's. What the hell is wrong with our world? My God in heaven! Maybe you know. Maybe this will cause some uh, left-wing people to identify as dogs. Maybe that's the next thing. <laughs> But Valentine's Day is next week, a week from today, Valentine's Day. There you go. So just thought I'd plant that in your in your brains today. Uh, real quick here, um, Nikki Haley was beaten by none of these candidates. I never heard about this uh, candidate, I believe libertarian. Uh, none of these candidates in uh, in the state of Nevada. Nikki Haley was swamped by Nevada's symbolic Republican uh, presidential primary as GOP voters resoundedly picked the one, the none of these candidates option on the ballot in a, a repudiation of uh, of Nikki Haley. Yeah, that result uh, that leaves the results Tuesday as technically uh, meaningless in the Republican race, but they still amount to an embarrassment for Haley, who has sought to position herself as a candidate who can genuinely compete against Donald Trump. Instead, she became the first presidential candidate from either party to lose a race to none of these candidates since that option was introduced in Nevada in 1975. Other than that, I mean, she's really got a shot. She is right there. You just ask Chris Sununu, the governor of uh, of New Hampshire, who was. Uh, just destroyed by Bill Maher last week on uh, Bill Maher's show. Uh, morning's consult polls over uh, Super Tuesday states uh, Trump is ahead by 16 in California. Tejas, he's up by 15. North Carolina, 23%. Virginia, 19%. Bama, 12%. See, I'm, I'm coming up with the names for the states here. Uh, Massachusetts, which is uh, Libtardia, I think that's the nickname, 28%. What? Yeah, Massachusetts, Donald Trump is ahead of Nikki Haley, 69 to 41. Tennessee, uh, Donald Trump up 18, 81 to 60. What the hell? Yeah, 18 points. Oklahoma up by 11. So there you go. That's a little a little snapshot before uh, Super Tuesday, the day that uh, Jack Smith wanted to have a trial, but that has been put off uh, uh, apparently indefinitely because... 
you know, it's a political indictment. It's a political indictment. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, Donald Trump also, we talked about this yesterday, uh, got to meet with uh, Ronna McDaniel. Ronna McDaniel went down to, uh, to Mar-a-Lago, and uh, we were all debating as to whether or not, uh, you know, what would be said at this thing. And apparently what happened was uh, Donald Trump said, uh, you got to leave the party. You, you've got you've to leave the party. And so apparently after uh, South Carolina, she is going to be leaving the race. So she is actually going to be uh, uh, leaving, not the race, I should say. She's actually going to be leaving the uh, uh, the uh, leadership position. I'm tired. I'm a little distracted here. I'm trying to find a, a soundbite here. But uh, that's really what happened. Um, oh, yeah, and here's what. This is actually, we have some audio. This is what I was looking for. We have the audio. Uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of radio shows don't have access to audio like I do because I do all of my audio myself. Um, but this apparently is some audio from Mar-a-Lago with the meeting with, uh, with Ronna McDaniel. You've done a hell of a lousy job. Sorry, you're fired. Get out of here. That's just what I heard. Apparently, there were uh, there were some uh, other people in the room there. Now you're thinking here. When is he going to get to the border bill? I'm going to get to the border bill. I'm going to get in there. I want to talk about some other stuff here. Did you realize over 1 million jobs reported in 2023 didn't actually exist? I know on, uh, what was it, uh, Monday they had a big jobs report and everything was coming up roses and everything. And I said, well, it's a lot of government work. It's a lot of temporary work. And remember, last year they lied. So here is a new proof. Uh, the federal government, 2023, overestimated the number of jobs in the U.S. economy by an average of 105,000 per month. Yeah, equating to a cumulative, a monthly difference of 1.3 million, 1.3 million jobs that Joe Biden's government counted that didn't exist. Yeah, so this is why, you know, they're still touting Bidenomics and all that. But the truth gets out. Uh, the cumulative number of jobs reported each month was 1,255,000, less than previously thought, with new seasonal and census data affecting total employment estimates, according to uh, data from the BLS, calculated by Daily Caller News. So the biggest revision was for last March, revised down by a total of 266,000 jobs last March, followed by January, 234,000, and April, 205,000. Instead, they're indicating indicative of something problematic with the BLS methodology that can happen when market conditions change drastically enough to be outside of the assumptions used in their models. Okay, I know that all sounds scientific and everything. But uh, they lied. Okay, there you go. They lied about the jobs. Oh, and then there's some more economic news. And this won't come as a big surprise to you because many of you have been using your credit cards to pay bills because everything costs too bloody much. Overdue credit card bills surged 50% last year, pushing U.S. household debts to a worrying $17.5 trillion. America's combined household debt shot up by $212 billion. In the final three months of 2023, well, obviously people are charging for Christmas, right? Amid the rise in debt, the rate Americans failing into, falling into delinquencies was also up between October and December. Almost lost my house a couple of years ago. That was fun. That was fun. Well, I tell you what, there's nothing like uh, laying in bed next to your wife discussing about how your house is going to have to be uh, sold. Yeah, nothing like a short sale. Yeah, Good night, honey. Yeah, there's no sleeping after that. Credit card and auto loan transitions into delinquency are still rising above pre-pandemic levels. The, this signals increased financial stress, among, uh, especially among younger and lower income households. Yeah, it's really, really, really hard out there. 
I told you the other day I was uh, talking to someone at the gra- the cash register at uh, at Walmart. I shop at Walmart. That's how I know these things. That's that's why Joe Scarborough does it because he sends one of his little interns to Whole Foods to buy his tabbouleh. Uh, I don't. I go to Wally World and I go to Aldi and I meet people. And I see people. And every single time I go to Walmart, I see people working behind the registers at 70. Used to just see them at the front door. They were greeters. They were happy people just showing up just to do something. Now you got people running the registers and shocking shelves in their 70s. You know why? Because they can't afford to live. I was talking to this young woman. She had her two kids there, her husband there. The other day I said, I said uh, you know, she says, yeah, I do two jobs. Hospice nurse is one of them. Like, I mean, Thank God somebody does that. But to know that she has to do something else to supplement her, I don't know, the position she has where she helps your relatives die more comfortably and has to witness it, <laughs> you know. And she's also working a part-time job. And I said, what? Tell me about you. What's going on? And she goes, well, we got two young kids. You can see right here, husband. She says, my husband stays home. Because $3,600 a month is what child care is for my two kids. $3,600 a month is, if you look at about forty k per year, and if you uh, have a job and you're making, let's say, 65, you're coming home with 40K, which means you can pay for daycare. That's it. That's it. So she just says, screw it. Stay home, Dad. I'll do two jobs, and we'll get by. It's happening all over. Lawmakers are scrambling to help those who can't afford rent amid massive inflations. That's another thing. Have you noticed the rent lately? When I moved to Kansas City, we we rented a four-bedroom home, and I thought the rent was insane. We paid $1,800. That was, that was a lot of money. You guys in New York are scoffing. That's what you pay for, a, uh, you know, in, on the island of Manhattan, what? Maybe a studio apartment for $1,800, right? So $1,800. That house now is renting for thirty one, I believe. Uh, and it's not uncommon to approach mid-20s to early 3000s for a home. That's in Kansas City. Kansas City. Single mom Caitlin Colbert uh, watched his rent for her two-bedroom apartment double, then tripled in uh, Denver from $750 to uh, $3,374 last year. Every month, like millions of Americans, Colbert juggled her costs, pay rent or swim fees for one of her three kids, rent or school supplies, rent or groceries. Colbert, a social worker who helps people stay afloat financially, would often arrive home to uh, notices giving her 30 days to pay rent and a late fee or face eviction. Every month, you just got a budget, and then you still fall short, she said, adding what became a monthly refrain. Well, this month, we have $13 left over. Millions of Americans, especially people of color, well, I know a lot of poor white people too, trust me on this one, are facing those same painful decisions as a record number struggle with unaffordable rent prices, a crisis fueled by rising prices from inflation, a shortage of affordable housing, and the end of pandemic relief, which was a giant ruse and a massive fraud, by the way, a massive, massive fraud. Harvard Joint Center for uh, a Joint Center for Housing Studies released that a record 22.4 million renter households, or half of renters nationwide, were spending more than 30 percent of their income on rent in 2022. The number of affordable uh, units with rents under $600 also dropped 7.2 million that year. This is why so many people are living in their cars. Yeah, a lot of people are. The hardest hint I've been the renters who make less than thirty thousand dollars, and who, after paying rent and utilities, were j- left with just three hundred ten dollars a month. I've been there. I, I've been there. I've been there. In Massachusetts, pervasive rent hikes have already hit the last bastion of affordable housing. 
just off the interstate along alongside a pond, residents of the American Mobile Home Park face rent increases up upwards of 40%. Have you been in most mobile home parks? People can't afford that kind of uh, increase in the rent. That's why they live in mobile home parks. Thought you should know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many tenants, mostly seniors and others on fixed incomes, haven't signed new leases with those increases. How am I going to pay that, said Amy Case, 49 years old, wondering how she'll balance the $345 monthly increase with the $200, or $200 she has to spend on medi- medications and the cost of twice-yearly MRI, MRI to monitor her brain tumor. And then you see $118 billion just flowing through Congress. Most of it will not benefit anybody in our country. The entire bill is based on helping other people out. It is, it is, it is. Whether it be Israel, whether it be Ukraine, and then $20 billion to make sure that more illegals come into our country and, uh, and we make sure that they're more comfortable and we pay for their lawyers and we take care of all their costs. Yeah, yeah. Remember what I told you about uh, this federal government not giving a crap about you? That's why I just did that segment. (laughs) That's why I did that segment. And one other thing. 1,200 homes in Georgia near Atlanta are battling a squatting crisis. 1,200 homes have been overtaken. Landlords have to be have to clear the unwanted residents themselves or wait months for police. The situation has become so dire that some homeowners offer to pay off squatters to get them out of their homes. You know what my mom used to do? We had some rental properties, and we used to rent to Section 8 people and stuff, and that's why I know so much about uh, ADC and welfare and all that stuff. My mother would uh, uh, go into the apartment and sit in the foyer of the apartment and set up a card table and start playing solitaire. And then when the renter came home, if they weren't already home, my mom would say, I'm moving in with you. We're going to be roommates until you pay the rent. And guess what? They always paid the rent. (laughs) It's just that. But unfortunately, that's not possible when you can't afford the rent. All right, when you can't afford the rent. So coming up, uh, I've got a lot of reaction to the uh, the border bill going down in flames. I also have a complete explanation as to why Alejandro Mayorkas was not officially impeached yesterday. It is not as bad as you think. There is still a shot. So that's all coming up. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. So you heard a lot from the uh, media yesterday about how, you know, the Democrats wanted to fix the border, but the Republicans didn't fix the border, so it's their fault. Um, you know, that, that would have struck uh, panic in the hearts of many years ago, just like, uh, oh, my God, a government shutdown, Republicans are going to blame for it. But everybody knows the border is Joe Biden's fault. That's why uh, uh, Bill Maher literally said uh, last week, he said, oh, yeah, Joe Biden could close the border. And this argument's already over. Everybody knows that uh, the reason why the border is open is Joe Biden's fault. There's, there's no doubting it. There are some people who watch MSNBC, CNN, and all those. But, but uh, nobody, uh, nobody believes that uh, Joe Biden didn't cause this mess. If, if, uh, if Bill Maher can say it on TV and get applause from his audience, that argument's already over. Uh, record number uh, 57% of voters say the U.S.-Mexico border is in crisis as Democrats turn on Joe for bungling the immigration surge. A record number of voters uh, now say the influx of migrants at the southern border is a crisis. 
including growing numbers of Democrats, hurting President Joe Biden's chances of winning a second term. Nobody believes that it isn't Joe Biden's fault. This is all happening because of Joe Biden. And you can thank people like me, of course, but also uh, other actual journalists who have since left their publications and become this new wave of content producers on social media. So the truth is getting out there. It's getting out there. A lot of people were very upset that Alejandro Mayorkas did not get impeached yesterday. Here is uh, Representative Blake Moore saying why that happened. Uh, yesterday on the House floor, we held a vote. The House of Representatives held a vote on articles of impeachment yes. for Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. Gotcha. Now, this is yeah. a much anticipated vote. There was yeah. a lot of coverage. So I get why there was so much attention around this. Yes. But what actually took place was a very simple procedural thing that okay. I'd like to explain. Please. So yes. I voted in favor of, of that motion. Yeah. Right. And I second that emotion. And um, right as right before the vote was about to close, it was clear that that vote was going to fail. Oh. It was 215 to 215. Yes. And when it's a tie in the House of Representatives, what happens? That means that that bill or that motion or that resolution will fail. Oh. And so what typically is done in that situation, a member of the majority leadership team will go and switch their vote at the last minute. So that person can offer what's called a motion to reconsider, meaning instead of the bill failing and never being. My wife wanted a motion to reconsider right after we got married. Able to be brought up again. Somebody will be able to bring that back up at a time and choosing of when the Speaker of the House and the majority leader want to actually do that. There you go. Okay, so it's just been uh, kind of put off because it would have lost yesterday. There you go. There you go. But Joe Biden was real mad yesterday that his his uh, his uh, border deal didn't go through. It's not a border deal, by the way. It's a massive slush fund with a border, uh, a couple of $20 billion uh, in there that says border on it. And all it does is codify the open border and make it go faster. It's immediately. But if the bill fails, I want to be absolutely clear about something. The American people are going to know why it failed. Why that? I'll be taking this issue to the country. Yeah, do it, please. And the voters are going to know that it's not just a moment. Just at the moment. Yeah. We're going to secure the border. You're, no, you're not. fund these other programs. Yeah, you're full of crap. Trump and the MAGA Republicans said no. There it is. Because they're afraid of Donald Trump. Yeah. I'm not afraid of Donald Trump. Afraid of Donald Trump. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know. Yeah. That the only reason the border is not secure is yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah, Maga Republican friends. Maga Republican friends. It's time for Republicans in the Congress to show a little courage, Arr. to show a little spine, Arr. to make it clear to the American. And then during the same speech, he said this. He said this after calling, you know, that's all our fault of Maga Republicans and Donald Trump. I don't know. Folks, we've got to move past this toxic politics. It's time to stop playing games with the world, waiting and watching. Is multiple personalities a part of dementia? And by the way, the world is waiting. The world is watching. They are waiting and watching what we're going to do. We can't let, we can't continue to let petty partisan politics. Here he is blaming it on Donald Trump. Donald Trump is so busy, or he has so much time between the indictments, he can just call everybody in Congress. All indications are this bill won't even move forward to the Senate floor. Why? A simple reason. Why? Donald Trump. He's not the president. Because Donald Trump thinks it's bad for him politically. Therefore, he doesn't, even though it helps the, the, the country, he's not for it. Well, he's got a lot of power. He'd rather weaponize this issue than actually solve it. Well, I got to tell you, you are, uh, you're a mess, my friend. You are a mess. And then he went on to say that he saw a dead French president. 
We'll get to that. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, some fireworks on Capitol Hill as uh, some Republicans try to prove that Donald Trump did not commit an act of insurrection, which is true, by the way. That's all on the way. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, kids, it's already Wednesday. How about that? Yeah. We got uh, some good weather where I am. It's kind of nice. Uh, I guess they're going to have unseasonably high temperatures, like 68 degrees. This, after uh, two weeks ago, was negative nine. So, what is that? 68 and then 70. Wow. The 77 degree temperature difference. <laughs> I think I'd better give up my uh, my uh, fossil fuel powered vehicle because it's causing climate change. <laughs> Sorry, it's just it's just kind of funny. It's just kind of funny. Um, so uh, Mitch McConnell had to admit the 118 billion dollar border bill is dead just two days after the deal was reached. Defeated Republican leader facing calls to resign admits we have no chance to make a law, no chance to make a law. Now I want you to listen to uh, Mitch McConnell. This is a border deal, right? This is a border deal. This deal yesterday is about the border. Is what the deal is, right? Why doesn't he talk about that then? I think in the end, even though the product was approved by the the Border Council that endorsed President Trump. Most of yeah, them. but not the members. It's kind of like the UAW. None of the members support Biden, but the leadership does. Our members feel that we're not going to be able to make a law here. And if we're not going to be able to make a law, they're reluctant to go forward. There are other parts of this supplemental that are extremely important as well. Like the border? You mean the border? Ukraine. Oh, they, okay. Well, that, that, the border then. Israel. And the, okay, but the border's in there. Taiwan. And the, okay, border? We still, in my view, ought to tackle the rest of it because it's important. Not that the border isn't important, but we can't get an outcome. Oh, no, the border is the most important thing. That's what the people want. They could give a crap, crap less about the rest of this stuff. It's what the deal is. That's why it didn't pass. It's because it was overwhelming. Uh, protests about this bill, about what was in the bill, and then the only border provision was an insult to you and me. Unbelievable. Here's Senator Ted Cruz. That made no sense. Not only did it put it into law 
1.8 million every year in perpetuity, but it also put into law giving those illegal immigrants work permits, yeah. giving them lawyers paid for by the taxpayers. I had to pay for my attorney. I've only needed one attorney. It was a traffic accident. It gave billions <laughs> of dollars to sanctuary cities yes. to keep their policies going, yeah. Yeah. and it gave billions of dollars to left-wing nonprofit organizations that are bringing the illegal uh, immigrants in. It's just like the Inflation Reduction Act. It had nothing to do with inflation. So it funds the process. And I'll tell you the provision that just is a Texan that pissed me off the most. What is that? It, it went directly after the state of Texas. And oh. it said any litigation filed challenging this law has to be filed in Washington, D.C. in federal <laughs> district court. You mean those courts that are trying Donald Trump for his indictments and all the January the 6th, uh, 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 I'll just call them hostages. So Texas can't sue in the federal courts in Texas, where Texas has been winning. Instead, they got to go to Washington with the very liberal judges. There you go, yeah. And now here is where I think Ted is a little bit off. And, and he's kind of going down the line that the Republicans fell for it again. And I get it, I get it, I get it. The Republicans fell for it again. But uh, it isn't gonna it isn't gonna pass muster this time because everybody knows that the board the border is Biden's problem. This was a disaster on policy grounds okay. because it did not you. solve the problem. But politically, it was even worse. Who won in this battle? And, and his name is Charles Schumer. Chuck Schumer did this. He knew it would fail. He wanted it to fail. But the purpose of this bill was to let every Democrat running for the Senate and running for the House to stand up and say, self-righteousness, I, I wanted to secure the border. I really wanted to, but those mean Republicans wouldn't let me. Yes, that was the plan. And it's only going to appeal to those who are completely unplugged to reality, not the percentage of people that I quoted at the beginning of the show who know that the border is in crisis and they know it's Joe Biden's fault. And I got to say, Senate Republican leadership, I told them this months ago. Other conservatives told them this months ago, and they proceeded down this this path that ended up it was a box canyon with a kamikaze pilot crashing into a wall. It you. was a disaster and it was entirely avoidable because what happened is Republican leadership ended up benefiting Chuck Schumer and the Democrats and doing nothing to secure the border. Okay, all right, that, that's I understand that uh, that's the way it normally goes. Republicans take the blame for it. But the American people are mad and they know what the source of the issue is. I believe that. Call me crazy. Uh, I'm right on a lot of this stuff. In fact, most of it. So, you know, there, there is that. There is. I did kind of laugh yesterday. Listen to Joe Scarborough. He had his panties in a bunch. Well, maybe Mika's actually. He probably wears hers. Uh, but listen to old me. He, he, listen to Joe. And the only thing he has to say that this border bill was good, one source. One source makes all of us wrong. Any honest reckoning, this is what says the Wall Street Journal editorial page. And there's your one source, your one-stop shop for rhino republicanism, the Wall Street Journal. By any honest reckoning, but that's something Mike Johnson wouldn't know anything about. By any honest Honest is the word, Mikey. Uh, you, wait, wait a minute. You are actually saying uh, honest in the Wall Street Journal. Okay. Look that up in your Bible that you've you've made up. Oh, he's going to slam him for being a Christian now? By any honest reckoning, this is the most restrictive migrant no, legislation no, in decades. No, it's not. Previous no. immigration talk. No, it doesn't. It just it, it allowed 12,000 people a month. We allowed 12,000 people a month, and this cranked it down to 8,500. That's still a massive overrun of the, of the border, but you're too stupid to know that. Talks have involved trading security measures for legalizing more 
immigrate. Well, I could listen to him being mad all day, but let's not do that, shall we? No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Let's talk about the president whose brain doesn't work. Yeah. So, you know, you got all the people saying that uh, uh, Joe Biden's brain is just fine. and They're trying to equivocate when Donald Trump uh, switches, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi's name with uh, Nikki Haley's name and he's got dementia. No, it's not even close. Everybody knows that, too. Everybody knows that Donald Trump's brain is working fantastically well. Uh, he can speak for an hour and a half, leave an audience's stitches, make great points, fly on to another appearance, de- you know, defeat four political indictments against him. I can go on and on and on. Never takes a vacation, unlike Joe Biden, who goes every weekend. And here, President Biden forgot the name Hamas. He forgot Hamas. Uh, Israel is fighting Hamas, by the way. And, uh, and uh, you know, Jake Sullivan and others and Tony Blinken want to create a two-state solution, which they already tried. And it failed. But here is the president not being able to remember the word Hamas. The question of American power. It all goes to, was America keep its word? Does America move forward? There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to, well, maybe choose my word. Man, he sounds like a powerful leader, doesn't he? There's some movement. There's been a response from the, uh, the, the, there's been a response. Yeah, by who? By who? The opposition. Which but, is that? Um, Who's that? It, it, Who's yes, that? I'm sorry. You don't? Oh, yeah, they said, who am I? It's Hamas. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then the president uh, forgot that uh, Francois Mitterrand, the former president of France, died in 1996. Right, right after I was elected, I went to a, what they call a G7 meeting, all the NATO leaders. You're going to hear Peter Ducey ask KJP about this, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Wait till you hear her response. I was in, I was in the south of England, and I sat down and I said, America's back. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean from France, looked at me and said, uh, said He's dead, yeah. You know, why, why how, how long are you back for? Yeah. How is President Biden ever going to convince the three quarters of voters <laughs> who are worried about his physical and mental health that he is okay? Even though in Las Vegas he told a story about recently talking to a French president who died in 1996. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole with you, what? sir. What is We're going to go. Hole? Go ahead. He said go he ahead. talked to Mitterrand. Go ahead. In- you saw the president in Vegas, in California. You've seen the president in South Carolina. You saw him in Mich- Michigan. I'll just leave it there. Yeah, and every time he uh, wanders off and starts saying nonsense and can't remember Hamas, and I can go on and on, and everybody knows it. Uh, duh, the emperor's naked. Uh, Zudi Jasser is a renowned physician who was uh, who was literally uh, shut down by COVID uh, for COVID, saying anything against COVID. One of the many doctors who were shut down despite having uh, reasonable opinions on COVID by our federal government. Here's what he had to say talking to Rob Schmidt last night about Joe Biden's brain. If you look as a physician, his confabulating, his rambling, the lack of eye contact, uh, the mumbling, tremorous enunciations, the stiffened gait, all of these are signs of cognitive impairment. Per- oh, no way. Aggression, early dementia. I mean, these are things that are obvious to voters. And, you know, listen, I was a Navy doc. I used to... to certify our officers our enlisted as fitness for duty they would not be able to go on nuclear subs they would not be able to go deployment real quick would you let joe biden drive your young children in their car seats to uh, daycare or a family vacation yeah unless we knew they were fit for duty there's no way this president would would pass a fitness for duty for all of the stress that he has 
as far as cognitive. Uh, and I'll tell you, as a doctor, physicians now across hospitals across the country, they're looking at saying 70 and above physicians who are practicing, surgeons who are practicing need to be retested because patients are vulnerable to doctors. Pilots, too. They make them retire. May not be qualified because of <laughs> age decline related to their progress. But it's not about age. It's a mental mental condition. So this is really important. And, you know, what is it going to take for us to have a, a real understanding of the impairment that he has? Well, we all get it. And some people just cover it up. I'm afraid that poor Joe Biden, his faculties are sliding. Yes, it's a sad refrain. This is Jim Gossett. On the edge, watch him teeter. He would be a better leader if he only had a brain. <laughs> that non-existent hand he's shaking. And all the gaffes Joe's making, his supporters can't explain. When he speaks, it's a gamble. I bet he wouldn't ramble if he only had a brain. That was me whistling, by the way. Oh, I can't tell you why Joe Biden somehow got elected. Just hope November 8th he and his kind will be rejected. Joe Biden, he's so dense, he doesn't have the sense to come in from the rain. Didn't think you'd hear a whistle solo, did ya? He's worse than Jimmy Carter, but I bet he'd be much smarter if he only had a brain. If he only did, but he does not, because it's, you know, kind of going, kind of going. So, uh, uh, real quick, um, Donald Trump did meet with uh, Ronna McDaniel in a two-plus-hour meeting at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, two people familiar with Monday's meeting described it as friendly, said that Trump made no ultimatums. Uh, one of the people said McDaniel was not committed to staying through Election Day but had not decided to leave yet and that Trump had uh, has not uh, committed to any decision. So there uh, there you go. So they had a meeting, and ultimately uh, she was uh, she's decided to step down. And, and listen, she needs to step down. She needs to step down. Uh, numbers are way down as far as uh, fundraising. Latest filing with the FC, FEC showed that uh, the the RNZ had just eight million dollars in cash on hand, was one point eight million dollars in debt. Yeah, so uh, people aren't sending money because people uh, don't like the fact that they did stupid stuff like have all these idiotic uh, Republican debates, and and people want the uh, RNC to actually have some uh, cojones. And they're tired of people going to Washington, D.C. and being spineless Republicans. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, should Ronna McDonald follow, follow through with her alleged pledge to leave, the former president, Donald Trump, then reportedly uh, is interested, or no, uh, the former president, we, we, to promote the chairman of the North Carolina Republican Party, uh, Michael Watley. That's what they're thinking about. I, I thought Harmie Dillon. Because she was up for it, and they voted her down. Remember that? Remember that? I like Harmie Dillon. I think she's great. Paul uh, Michael Watley uh, as a replacement. According to several sources who spoke to the New York Times, Trump prefers Watley due to the uh, due to the two reportedly aligning with each other on views about the 2020 election allegedly being uh, stolen, according to this article. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Somebody who actually believes that maybe the government was involved in the election. That'd be kind of nice, wouldn't it? Ron McDaniels never acknowledged that, even though it's true that the government was involved. Hunter Biden's laptop, 51 Intel, DHS, disinformation, misinformation, Donald Trump being kicked off of Twitter. Uh, come on. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Uh, in the post, uh, the president talked to uh, Ronald McDaniel as her, his friend. 
uh, and said she was now head of the RNC, and I'll be making a decision a day after the South uh, Carolina primary as to my recommendations. But he apparently is saying this uh, Michael Watley. So there is that. Yeah, uh, you know, whatever. I think... I won't say anybody is better. I think you've got to get somebody on the same page. They have to be America first. That's it. Because that is the agenda that drives everything. And it's not about Donald Trump. It's about the America first movement. It is a rejection of those who have taken down this, this path saying that uh, they want to fundamentally change America. It's America's response to that. We want to return to its foundations. There you go. That's America first. Ta-da! Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Little Van Allen for you. I still contend that David Lee Roth, one of the greatest front men in rock and roll history, right up there with Mick Jagger and my personal favorite, Robert Plant, Freddie Mercury. So, uh, have you uh, signed up for Newsmax Plus? I, I don't know if you noticed this. The, uh, I shared with you yesterday the uh, exponential growth of Newsmax in the last couple of years because people trust it. When I signed up with Newsmax and started doing my TV show four years ago, Newsmax was there. But then things really went kaboom, particularly the last uh, year and a half or so. I mean, just through the ceiling. Through the ceiling, the numbers are gigantic, bigger than you could ever imagine. And, and CNN is losing, MSNBC is losing, and it's because people trust Newsmax, and they should, because our anchors don't change their stripes. So if you haven't signed up for Newsmax Plus, uh, you can get Rob Schmidt's show. Like, for instance, I, I have Newsmax Plus. I go back and I watch his show when I can't catch it. Uh, bowling show. Uh, Rob Fennerty, he's on when I'm doing the, the my show, you know, a lot of times right before, so I don't get a chance to watch him. But you get Newsmax Plus, you get Eric Bowling, all of these uh, great anchors, Greg Kelly, who's fantastic. Then also some of the great uh, pundits like Victor Davis Hanson, who's now doing a lot of work. Uh, uh, Mike Huckabee and whatnot. So just go to Newsmax Plus, P-L-U-S dot com. Newsmax, P-L-U-S dot com. If you would like that, just hot off the presses, just got this from Jim Gossett just moments ago uh, about uh, Mitch McConnell's failed border bill and America wanting to get rid of him finally as uh, Senate Minority Leader. I did a 180 on the border bill. Yeah, turned his mind. Afraid that my career it was about to kill. He done. My flip-flop didn't work. Cause here's what the folks are saying. Bye-bye, Mitch. Ditch Mitch. It's too late for you, Mitch. It's too late. <laughs> You're backstabbing. We won't take it. <laughs> We know in the end you aren't our friend. There's no need to try and fake it. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh-uh. It's a break. I cozy it up to Schumer, tried to ram it through. Yeah, they does. Turn my back on MAGA, but what else is new? Got caught with my pants down. Oh, this is what I keep hearing. It's too late for you, Mitch. It's too late. Your reversal we just aren't buying. No, not buying it. We're sick of you, Mitch. You are through. Enough of your nonstop lying. Oh, that is nice. It's too late. That is nice. I hear it. It's too late. 
is. I got to tell you, uh, you know, if you're willing to take on a Carol King song to make uh, make satire, that's that's pretty ballsy of uh, Jim Gossett. I'm going to tell you, that's pretty darn good as well. Uh, if you would like to uh, uh, join the mailing list for Jim Gossett's Patreon page, uh, you can pledge him five bucks a month, ten bucks a month, whatever, and get access to all of his, his satire. Help a brother out because you know conservative content producers are always under fire. It's uh, Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com. Just look up Jim Gossett comedy, and he'll tell you every day when he posts something new up there and all that. So uh, Jim Gossett comedy on uh, on patreon uh coming up i've got some uh, huge audio from yesterday on capitol hill 62 republicans saying donald trump didn't do insurrection so let's knock this crap off that's all coming up on the rob carson show hey it's tony marino host of the wildly popular newsmax daily podcast available for free along with jerry callahan rob carson and other great podcasts at newsmax.com slash listen or wherever you get podcasts all right so coming up second hour trans men competing as women has uh, jumped the shark we'll get to that 62 republicans have created a resolution to absolve Donald Trump of something he didn't do. I know it's come to that. It's called insurrection, and he never did it. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can help by clicking the sponsor links in the show notes and take advantage of some great discounts available only to our listeners. 